Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. It's Wednesday, and we are back with a brand new episode of TGIF. Of course, we're here to spill the tea and break down all the topics that you are all talking about all over the net. Now, sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. Let me introduce the co-host with our brand new backgrounds and our brand new open. Look like a real show here. We are moving on up. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? Hey, what's going on, Claudia? It's it's so pretty, isn't it? So cute. What do you think I of the know, open? Right, we all look the same. What do you think about the open? I like it. I like it a lot, actually. I like it. I like my pictures. You look good. Funky look good. I like it a lot. All right. And please welcome Funky Dineva. What's up, Q? What's going on, everybody? Hey, new background. Hey, new <laughs> open. We looking fancy, y'all. We coming on up in the world. Right? It look good on everybody's skin. We are uniform. It does look good. And it's it looks one step closer to us getting into the studio. Wink, wink. We already in there. Shut up. We in there. Oh, yeah. We're on the studio. We're in the studio. Hey, Foggy. Hey, Claudia, girl. (laughs) What's up, Al? What's up? You know what I like about it? Nobody can tell if your house is a mess. They don't know where you are. You could be anywhere and say, hey, I'm wherever. Like, I kind of like that. Yeah. Are you even in Dallas? Where are you? I am in front of my new background. There it is. There it is. I'm actually out here in New York having a good old time. So I, I'm drinking water tonight because I had a lot of fun. I went to Pergola and the catch and uh, had some hookah and it was a fun time, my girls. Uh, and tonight I'm gonna go back out in these New York streets. Um, what are y'all? What y'all you. Thank you. What are y'all sipping on t- tonight? Well, I'm locking up my better. So normally I'm unlocking, but I'm locking my better self because Halloween is right around the corner. So I'm drinking a little dark rum and lemonade tonight. Oh, Wow. Uh, I'm doing coffee. I didn't have time to stop by and grab any wine or anything. So I'm doing a coffee so I can have some good energy. You know what? Speaking of good energy, let me just go to the chat real quick. Uh, We've got uh, Natalie Austin says, I love the uniformity. Uh, Shania Pope says, background is fire. And we had one other person that said, hold on. Oh, I lost it. Damn it. Y'all having a lot of comments. I'm uh, sorry, I don't have your name here because I can't find it out. But the, oh, uh, our love one four four says the budget went up five hundred dollars. Yes, God, <laughs> yes, one time for the budget, honey. One time for the budget. How <laughs> <laughs> did they know? Man, it looks. I think I'm really impressed, I, and I love. I love. I absolutely love the the intro with our professional pictures. Remember the beginning of the show? I kept begging y'all for real pictures, and Funky's pictures be like from him at a club, just kind of cut out. He looked like a de- <laughs> look like a deacon. Al, we just kept getting Al's picture in his speedo from the chat that we just got. Like, <laughs> the only picture we kept getting. That was so funny. 
All right, y'all. Well, let's get into the show. We have a whole bunch of stuff to cover tonight. Now, soulmates, remember, we are celebrating Halloween on Friday. So make sure you drop your costume suggestions in the chat and uh, watch us on Friday to see our big reveals. Have y'all figured out who you want to be yet? You don't have to reveal it yet if you don't want to, but have y'all figured out which, who you think you might want to be? Not yet. Um, I'm going to figure it out tomorrow. I got all day tomorrow to figure it out and go by the costume store. Yeah, I have I have one item that I'm waiting to come in to complete my costume. So I think I pretty much have figured out who or what I'm going to be. I like I'm always last minute, of course, and I like to be political figures of people that are like in the news. I just want to just put this disclaimer out. If I got to use makeup to make myself look more like the person, light, dark, whatever, please don't accuse me of black face or white face or any of that, because I want to be I want to look like the person. So just I don't want to hear it. OK. I just had to get that out there because I feel like they took the fun out of Halloween. Some of it. I don't know. All right, y'all. Let's get into uh, this Madonna story, y'all. She caused quite a stir on social media after posting how she paved the way for today's sex positive female artist. Madonna wrote 30 years ago, I published a book called Sex. In addition to photos of me naked, there were photos of men kissing men, women kissing women and me kissing everyone. I also wrote about my sexual fantasies and shared my point of view about sexuality in an ironic way. She continued. Now Cardi B can sing about her WAP. Kim Kardashian can grace the cover of any magazine with her naked ass. And Miley Cyrus can come in like a wrecking ball. You're welcome, blanks, B-words. Cardi B responded to Madonna's post and tweeted, I literally paid this woman homage so many times because I grew up listening to her. She can make her point without putting clown emojis and getting slick out the mouth. These icons really be disappointments once you make it in the industry. That's why I keep to myself. And now Jason Lee, uh, Thanks to Jason Lee, the two have made amends. He got them both on the phone and they actually hugged it out and it's all good now. Do you think Madonna was out of line for her comments or was she speaking facts? And do you think the emojis and the clown emojis, I think, put a little stank on it? Q, what do you think about this? I definitely think Madonna was out of line. I definitely think Madonna was fighting. And it's so funny because a lot of people get me when I say fighting for relevancy and they're like, she's Madonna. She doesn't need relevancy. Yeah, but ain't nobody really checking for Madonna in 2022 unless you're over the age of 50. I think Madonna could have made her point without mentioning anybody's name. And I could totally understand how somebody on the receiving end of that message with the tone and the clown emojis would have taken Cardi B's position. But I am glad that the two ladies were able to talk it out and all is good in the hood. Facts. I agree. Okay, Al, what do you think? So I, I, I didn't take it like that. I, I, I disagree with Funky on this one. It, I, I felt like when I read it, um, that she was, you know, making a post for someone who has paved the way for those young ladies. I thought it was interesting that she mentioned um, Myri, I mean, uh, Miley Cyrus, as well as Kim Kardashian and Cardi B. And the only one that clapped back and took it as a negative inference was Cardi B. So it looks like, to me, it felt like Cardi B was, you know, ready to, to create some drama when not necessarily was there. But I'm like you guys. I feel like I'm glad Jason Lee saw the indifference and pulled them together and they solved it so they're back to normal now you know it's funny that people were like some people coming for cardi like she's overreacting and she's being emotional cardi b is a libra and she's always an emotional person not to blame it on her sign but she's always showed us that she's she takes things to heart she it actually keeps her eye on the internet and and she she definitely speaks out when she feels attacked. I do think there's a, a, a disconnect sometimes with older people in social media with nuance and maybe not, maybe she did, maybe she didn't. But I, I think if someone put a comment about me and then put clown faces, 
I think it should be an obvious thing that it is kind of being kind of bitchy or kind of at least at least catty at the very the very least. I thought it was kind of rude. Um, and I'm glad that it wasn't so much so that they couldn't talk it out afterwards. But yeah, I, I think it was shady. And I'm glad that Cardi expressed herself. I don't think if she I think if she didn't express herself, they probably would have never gotten on the phone and had a conversation. So it all worked out in the end. So well, we're not and we're not going to pretend like Madonna's tone wasn't as if somebody owed her something like, girl, don't nobody owe you nothing. No one owes you nothing. Like, right. yeah, you did it. And at the time in which you did it, you weren't doing it saying 30 years from now, I'm doing this for Cardi B and Kim Kardashian. You did it because that's how you was feeling in the moment. But don't nobody owe you nothing. Right, right. I, I agree. And try to use, um, make your point without throwing other people on the bus. Right. Because we were having this conversation last week with Nicki Minaj and, and, and Lotto. And, and She could have and- easily said, and because of my book now, women are able to be more free in music. You didn't have right. to come after certain people and then put the clown emoji. Cardi, you'd be a better woman than I ever because I'd have cussed her ass out. Y'all know I cuss out old people and kids, so I don't care. And Madonna is definitely old people. <laughs> <laughs> Although that was one of the best pictures we've seen of her in a long time because mama was looking like a wrecking ball for a long time. Yeah, what about them clappers? Them uh, deflated spalding basketballs? <laughs> she need to go where Al went. <clears throat> Alex, you can respond to that. None. (laughs) Tell him that your butt, your high booty, is a result of hard work and putting time in the gym and eating good (laughs) southern food. No, I'm trying to help you, Al. (laughs) I ain't paying attention to Q. Al don't want standards and practices to get his ass for lying. He know he had a BBL. Okay, we're going to move on. Twitter users called out Chance the Rapper after he liked and then unliked a post that featured trans pornography. His wife, Kristen Courtley Bennett, responded to the backlash. Take a look. We were literally at an event. Oh, shit. She sounded like a trans. Not last night, the night before last. Until late. We were celebrating. So sometimes on accident. She said he liked it on accident? A trans porn... Well, you know, that happens to me all the time. Like when I come in home late, I'm really tired and I go on Twitter. I accidentally sometimes find the trans pornography and then accidentally <laughs> like it. Like it's totally understandable that that could happen. No. Al, yeah. can you see this being an accident? Listen, if Chance, if Chance the Rapper is into girls, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Into the trans girls, I don't see anything wrong with it. Like, what's the big deal, number one? Isn't his brother a part of the LGBT community? And, and if that's what he's into, then that's what he's into. The interesting thing, though, when I did a little bit more digging was that you guys remember when they first announced their relationship, a lot of people actually thought that his wife was from the trans community back in the day when they got together. She's a beautiful woman, obviously. We know they have kids. We know she's not trans, but they definitely were talking about her masculine features and her demeanor. You know, I say, you know, big up to Kristen for taking up for a man, but at the same time, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? Why did you find it a need to post this in defense of your man liking something and taking it back? I I, I just didn't understand what the what the big deal was. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll just say something as a, a girlfriend of someone, right? If, if your man is liking another sexy girl's post or a sexy trans person's post, it is a problem if we're married, especially. I think a married man doing that when you're a public figure, when we can see your likes, you're really embarrassing your partner, whether it's a, a cis woman, a trans woman or whatever, 
I think it's a matter of respect. It's we can sit there and say there's nothing you, wrong with it, but it watch, is. A, I'm sorry. If you watch porn, is that cheating? No, if not you're married. Watching. No. I no. Think, no, I think it can actually help you stay married. Got it. Here's is it thing. me? Or was that voice giving real three tennis? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, it, I'm just, I was in search. I'm glad Al said she had kids because I was in search of the apple. He is pretty. I was looking for the apple. Oh, a God. lot of beautiful women look like their fathers. I think I she's a pretty lady. When I first saw it, I was like, well, how did transporn end up in his feed? Then I thought about it with Twitter. Anybody you follow, anything they retweet, if you follow them, will end up in your feed. So that's probably how it ended up in his feed. And yeah, when you be on these smartphones, it's very easy to like something by mistake. To be honest with you, Chance has been such an outspoken activist on so many things that were, you know, not cool in the black male heterosexual community that I honestly wish him and his wife would have let this one ride. And, right. it, and it just would have been one of those ambiguous things, like maybe I liked it on purpose, maybe I didn't. And what? Like, I, I really wish they would have took that stance, but apparently, to Claudia's point, it bothered her for some reason, because she felt the need to come out <laughs> about it. So, you know, that's just what it is. <laughs> you know, and I, I don't think she's a, she's not in the media. I think she has a behind the scenes job, right? So she's probably you know a little more sensitive to the the feed the pushback she got from everybody because it did make the blogs. People and probably were, remember they were talking definitely. about her having trans features when they first got together. So it probably brought up some you know some old old wounds. Here <laughs> y'all go. Some old wounds. Some hard. I will hard. not have you shaming my sis sis woman. Okay, how about that? She got since she is we sure she's. Sis. Please. I'm gonna go ahead and save this and take us to commercial because we are not gonna <laughs> filthy up our new background. And our new <laughs> we're gonna take a quick commercial break and we're gonna be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. If you're enjoying the show and the new backgrounds, put some stars in the background for us looking like stars tonight. And don't forget to give us your Halloween costume suggestion for Friday's show. Friday's show, we will be celebrating Halloween here on TGIF. We want to know who you think or want us to dress up as. And the most requests, I guess we're going to try to try to appease that. Okay. All right, y'all. Black China sent a cease and desist to TikToker Ava Louise after over Ava's uh, sex trafficking allegations. Now, Ava Louise claimed she reached out to China to collaborate on her OnlyFans. But when she got to China's home, Ava claimed China held her hostage and attempted to sex traffic her. Ava Louise has since deleted her TikTok videos regarding her claims. Now, this is not the first time trafficking claims were made against Black China. What are your thoughts about this claim? Al, what do you think? Uh, you know, I just didn't like it. First of all, she went over to her house at 4 a.m. in the morning. So that that made me look at her sideways, side eye. I honestly think this TikToker, remember, this is the same TikToker that spreaded the rumor about Kanye and Jeffree Star. I really think that this TikToker was trying to use this as a moment to get more followers and be relevant on TikTok and social media. And she used what she knew was an Achilles heel for Black China from the Sacramento incident. I really didn't like how she used this to try to paint Black China in a bad light. All right, good points. Q, what do you think? 
I totally agree with Al. And I think the fact that she deleted the TikToks is evidentiary of the fact that she was lying and didn't want to get in legal trouble. Because if this really happened to me and I could prove it, I'd stand 10 toes down in it. And I wouldn't take nothing down with a basic cease and desist. And, and you know, as being a blogger, I get cease and desist all the time. And they literally amount to absolutely nothing legally like the, the the real deal is when you get served the lawsuit a cease and desist is really just a basically a text message saying can you please take this down or else and you really don't have to do anything with the damn cease and desist other than ball it up and throw it in the damn garbage that's what i do with all the ones i get if you really think you got something sue me then you know what i'm saying so that would have been my position if what she did was really real. But the fact that just a simple cease and desist made her take it down kind of says to me that she was lying. I, I agree. I, I was on a reality show once and one of the people on the show sent me when I was like, what is this nonsense? First of all, your claims are false, that's stupid. And I'm not like, this is nothing. And if you're about that life, sue me. Sue me, right. Sue me, because I am 3-0 and in lawsuits. All right, y'all. Uh, Andy Cohen apologized to Garcelle Bouvet after fans called out his behavior during the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. Now, during the reunion, Lisa Renna admitted that she was the one who threw Garcelle's new book in the trash. And Erica Jane only posted a video of the book on social media. Now, fans were upset because of, instead of Andy showing concern for Garcelle's feelings, he joked with Renna and Jane and asked Lisa Renna why she didn't recycle items in her trash can. Andy Cohen issued this apology. I really, I need to really sincerely apologize, not only for diverting the topic, but for not returning even worse to those serious conversations that were at hand. Now, what are your thoughts on how Andy Cohen handled this situation? Q, let's start with you on this one. Listen, you know, Andy Cohen has come under fire oftentimes for what a lot of people deem as racial bias. I do not, by any stretch of the imagination, think that Andy Cohen is racist. I do think that Andy Cohen at times demonstrates a subconscious or unconscious, subconscious racial bias. I think that Andy Cohen has certain housewives that he just goes up for. And I think Renna and Erica Jane are one of the two that he just goes up for. And I think in the moment he just got caught up in the whirlwind and the mix that are Lisa Renna's lips. And he got so stuck, caught up in the rapture of love that he couldn't stay focused on the subject at hand. And because Garcelle, for whatever reason, maybe race, maybe attitude, maybe something else, is not one of his favorites, he got stuck over there in the Lisa Renner Twilight Zone and didn't pay enough attention to Garcelle. And I think that's what happened. We've seen that happen time and time again with Andy. But at least he was not above reproach. And he listened to what the people said in the comments and issued her an apology. Agreed. Okay. Al, what do you think? You know, I agree with you. For years, they've been saying that Andy Cohen should not be hosting the reunions. And I'm starting to agree because I think he's, he's too invested in some of the ladies, um, friends with some, personal relationships with others. And like Q said, that just naturally leads to a certain bias. And like Q said, I am really glad, though, that he saw how how distasteful that was and how insensitive and careless it was to not come back to um, um, Garcelle. And yes, I'm glad he apologized. I think I, I agree. Maybe it, I mean, I think he's great at hosting the reunions, but I think when you're like EP and, or, you know, has a network, it, it gets tricky for you, especially when you have favorites, because it's going to show, it's going to show in contracts, it's going to show in treatment. It's going to show in your questions. It's going to show in all kinds of little nuance. I don't think he's racist. 
I never got that feeling from him. Not in my experience. I don't have a lot, but I've been around him a few times. And I, I don't think he's racist. I do think he has clear favorites. Mm-hmm. Clear favorites. I think he may be too much of a fan of the franchise to be objective in the reunions. But I think that happens a lot. I mean, if you like someone, you got to be more gentle in the reunion. And if you don't, you're probably going to be a little bit more shady. It kind of comes with human nature. But in such a big platform with so many eyeballs, maybe maybe it is a good idea to maybe have a co-host with them or 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 switch it up. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I am glad that he did apologize because a lot of times people with that much power might say, I'm not apologizing for SHRT. Well, I don't need to apologize. Mm-hmm. And he did. So, all right. Moving on, a woman was caught in a lie after telling two men they were both the father of her five-year-old daughter. Now, the lie unfolded when the woman's former friend sent both men to pick up the girl from school. Shady friend, okay? Sent both of the men to the same school at the same time to pick up the same girl. Now, the mother was called to address uh, to the school to address the situation. And when she arrived, one of the men hit her. Now, what do you think about this story? And would you be, I mean, how upset would you be if a friend did this to you? Al, what do you think about this? Well, as much as I want to have fun with this story, we do. We did find out two days ago from our sister company, Fox 5 Atlanta, that Sheena Jackson actually made this entire story up. So she got a good one. It almost made sense. The reason why I kind of felt her story was made up, though, was because she said that there were two names under father for uh, the, the list at the school. And then the fact that the father showed up at the same time because they were both called at the same time, that was kind of weird. So it's good to know that, you know, it wasn't all adding up. And in fact, they shouldn't have added up because she made it up. But why? Who knows? I guess to get TikTok followers. All right. Well, Q, I guess we don't have to go to you for an opinion because Al just told us it's not true. I mean, because literally what I was about to say was the story sounds fake because five-year-olds talk. My four-year-old nephew tell all my sister business. <laughs> I ate spaghetti for the morning. Mommy went did this last night. And they, and they don't do it knowing that they're telling business. So you ain't going to tell me no five-year-old ain't going to blurt out that she got another daddy that took her to Chuck E. Cheese last week. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it, it just, from, from that point alone... Al beat me to it. I didn't. I didn't even have evidence that it was fake, but I was prepared to say this sounds like a lie. You know, um, I. It's amazing now that we're getting so much fake news that is believable sometimes, and the lens that people will go to go through to get attention, and it kind of clutters up the news feeds and makes it even more difficult for people that are trying to do hot topics. And I wish they would stop. Okay, another person I wish would stop is uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. Now, he's getting pushback for saying it's wrong to teach students that the United States was built on stolen land. Let's take a look. And think about what that does to a six or seven-year-old kid. That's wrong. You're seeing that. You have people that are teaching, uh, and actually his running mate has said this in the past, that teaching the United States was built on stolen land. That is inappropriate for our schools. It's not true. I just want to go first real fast. You guys, I know. Go ahead, Claudia. I cannot stand Ron DeSantis with every fiber in my being. He's doofy. He's evil. He's dangerous because people see him as a smarter version of Donald Trump. 
This man says he's pro-business. He's chased away so much money. The way he fights with Disney, the school system. I have friends that are teachers in, in Florida. They constantly tell me they cannot sustain what they have to pay for out of their own pockets to make things work in class. He's an awful human being. The way that you want to erase history out of the books because it doesn't make your ancestors, your white ancestors, look good and you feel bad about yourself. Is His ancestors ain't even white. He's Cuban. Well, you know, he's one of those Cubans that doesn't want to claim any of that, any kind of color. They, he wants to be white so badly, you know, and it's it's frustrating the, the job that he's doing. And I cannot believe so many Floridians are buying it. Well, yes, I can, because Florida is always in the news for doing this. But you want to, you don't think it was stolen land? Ron DeSantis, who was here first? Were, were Indians just, did they, did they invite your people over they here? They handed it over at the first Thanksgiving. Oh, that's, okay. that's, that's, that's what it is. And Pocahontas fell in love with John Smith. And then and she, she wasn't her daddy. And they handed, that's what the first Thanksgiving was about. They handed over the whole, like, you know, it, it's so funny because the one thing I hate about these debates is that they don't have enough time to flesh out the topics because what I needed Charlie Chris to do was halt the whole damn debate, cock his head to the side like a black woman and ask him, well, if the land was not stolen, then how was it acquired, Rod DeSantis? Please explain the lesson that you would like to be taught in schools. And I'm paraphrasing here, but Rod DeSantis also went on in that same diatribe while talking about critical race theory saying that they are teaching little white kids, that they're sitting little white kids down and teaching them that they are the oppressor and sitting little black kids down and teaching them that they are the oppressed. Now, let me tell you something. I don't have the physical ability to be in every classroom in the United States of America, but I'm willing to put my life on the line and say that there is not a single teacher in the United States school system anywhere sitting little white children down saying, you know you are the oppressor. And little black boy, you know you are the oppressed. Like, no one's doing that. Stop with the fear-mongering and stop with the just complete making up of lies. If the land was not stolen, then I need an understanding on how it was acquired. He's So he's Cuban. I thought he was Italian. He's Cuban? Cuban I thought he was Italian. I thought he was Italian, too. But my, my I'm embarrassed with, for him. My thing with uh, Ron DeSantis is... If the United States government did not steal the land, then why does the United States government fund Native American tribes $20 billion a year? It's called reparations, sir. Reparations for doing what? Taking the land. No, those lease payments. <laughs> they, they leased it. You know, BMW say put $2,500 down. At the tune of $20 billion a year, right? That's a lease. It's a lease. It's really sad that he's probably going to get reelected. I just wish more people would get on the Charlie Chris train because he was governor before. I just, I just want, I just cannot take Ron DeSantis. And, and I, it's, it's amazing that he, people, how do people like Ron DeSantis, Jim Jordan, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and a bunch of these other idiots have supporters, you guys, like Herschel Walker. You know, what's funny. And I know it, this is a little off topic. They want to come for, for the, the, um, Fetterman of Ohio that, you know, he had the stroke and he has some issues with his, his speech sometimes, which I do too, because I've had five um, concussions. Um, you have complaints about a man who's on his way up recovering from a stroke, right? But you're okay with Herschel Walker, who can, who barely can speak a full sentence and makes up all kinds of words all the time. And that's your guy. That's your guy. Well, here's the thing, Claudia. Here's how they can vote for him. 
It's called cognitive dissonance, and it's called by any means necessary. They have their eyes focused on one goal, and in many people's instance, it's white supremacy, maintaining power, or acquiring power, and anything else doesn't matter. It's just by any means necessary. You have people who know good and damn well that what Ron DeSantis said out his mouth about the land being stolen, I mean educated people, PhD-level people who are going to make the choice to distance themselves from that statement and still vote for him because he represents what they feel in their heart, in their spirit. And that's white supremacy. And they want the power by any means necessary. They don't care. They don't. And I'm going to need Democrats to stop being morally on the high ground because look at the purity test that we did. Remember Senator Al Franken? We got rid of him because it was a picture when he was a comedian, when he was like this over Leanne Tweedens near her boobs. We flushed him out of our system. No, we can't have that. We, we, we are, you know, we have morals like we will we'll eat our own. Right. And we need to maybe adopt more that gangster attitude of, you know what? They have an agenda. We have an agenda. It's different times now. And we can't play nice with bad guys or we're going to lose that fight every single time. America is about bravado now and machismo. We're not about uh, class and intelligence and what's what makes sense anymore. That's going out the window. Yeah. All right. Great conversation. I love when we talk politics. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with more. Welcome back to TGIF. Uh, they're letting me know in the chat that I may have said Ohio and not Pennsylvania. I know that Fetterman is from Pennsylvania. My bad. Tim Ryan in Ohio is who we want there. Uh, I told y'all, five concussions. See how easy it is to mess up? All right, y'all. I am getting older, so this is going to uh, be on point right here and relevant. Now, if you're 50 or older, listen up. Did you know that Gerber Life Guaranteed Life Insurance provides valuable whole life insurance protection to help cover your final expenses? It's true, and it can help with expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debts. It helps protect your family from the financial burden of your final expenses. Now, if you're between 50 and 80 years old or 50 through 75 in New York, your coverage is guaranteed with this policy, regardless of your health history. Now, there are no medical exams to complete or lengthy health questionnaires to fill out. Simply visit GerberLifeFamily.com. And premiums do not increase over time. The amount you pay for coverage when it begins is the same amount you'll pay throughout the duration of your policy. Now, just answer four easy questions to get your free personalized quote instantly by visiting GerbalifeFamily.com. See the website for terms and restrictions. All right, y'all, we'll be right back with more TGIF with Q&L when we get back. Welcome back to TGIF. Once again, we need your suggestions for who we all should be for Halloween on the Friday show. We're going to read some tweets later on in the show uh, and some messages from people who have made some suggestions and uh, say your name on the show. So if you got some good ones, go ahead and throw them in the chat and my producers will get them to us and we'll read your suggestions during the show. All right, y'all, Ashanti, we, we got to get into this. Now, she broke her silence about Irv Gotti on Angie Martinez IRL podcast last night. Ashanti made it clear that she's never been in a relationship with Irv, but did say they dealt with each other. She also revealed that Irv used degrading language during, their, during and after their partnership, such as, I made you effable and nobody Fs with you. Ashanti said uh, things fell apart between them when he could no long, longer could control her career. What are y'all's thoughts on Ashanti speaking her truth about uh, Irv Gotti? Al, what do you think about this? You know, I, I'm, a, I'm an Ashanti fan. I love her to death. 
but this just was a little awkward for me. I mean, it's quite clear that you guys were were together in some form or fashion. I think she should have spinned it a little different. You know what I mean? I, I really liked the way she tried to spin it in the song with P. Diddy, and I rocked with that, where she was like, oh, you, you missing it, you were thirsty, whatever, whatever. I thought that was a good way of handling it, where in the interview, she tried to act like, you know, he's lied about a lot of things as if he was lying, and then she did confess that they were not boyfriend or girlfriend so i i don't know for me i would have liked her to joke it off and push it to this side instead of saying that she was not his boyfriend i, I mean that she was not his girlfriend and he was not her boyfriend okay q what do you think listen the way irv went about it and tried to you know you do the whole immature thing like the whole i smashed the thing i totally get her for wanting to refute it um you know, I can't tell somebody else what their truth is, but I can tell you what a lot of my celebrity friends don't told me on the phone, okay? <laughs> and what they have said in my ear, allegedly in all capital letters, that it is beyond industry knowledge that yes. those two will fool our line with one another and that it, it just is what it is. Now, whether you want to get caught up in the minutia of if we were boyfriend and girlfriend or not, we can save that conversation for a later day. But it is allegedly very widespread industry knowledge that those two had some type of dealings with each other that went beyond a platonic relationship. And they probably did. But I'm going to go ahead and say this. Um, as a woman, you know, we get judged by how many people we've been with. If you've been with two or three people that are famous, you're a whore. Meanwhile, the local secretary or someone who works at your grocery store or flight attendant, they could have had a whole train ran on them and no one's going to ever know or care. And I just kind of feel like I'm not mad at her for not copping to it because I would too. I would be like, nope, didn't do it because you're going to judge me based on that. You know, and, and I kind of compare people like outing who they slept with to like outing someone in the community. Like, I think it's, it's very similar. You know, the feeling you get and when you're not ready to talk about it, you should never be forced to talk about someone you dealt with because the fans want to hear about it or the it's none of your business. And if she wants to take that to her grave because she's embarrassed, because I would be too, then we all got people we are embarrassed about, right? Think about it. There's some people y'all never want people to know that she was with you like, ooh. And I, 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 don't, I don't blame her. Because he's going to get dragged for something that a man's going to get celebrated for. And it's, I, I totally get it, Ashanti. And I would have I would have said <laughs> to my grave, nope. I wouldn't have. Let me tell you something. Y'all, some of y'all hoes out here giving up pussy cat for dinners at Houston's and bags. Okay. If she gave up, if she gave up a little bit of pussy cat for a career, baby, she gave it up the right way. Leverage that thing. Pussy cat is used for emergencies and leveling up, okay? Oh not crab legs and bags, okay? So no, I would not be ashamed. Baby, she squoles, instead of squeezing out babies, she squoles out three albums or whatever the hell she did messing around with Murder Inc. I wouldn't be ashamed. It ain't like Irv Gotti looked like Rerun. He was the president of the network. I rather, I, I rather been sleeping with Irv Gotti than sleeping with the sound engineer. Okay, she got she got a good old album. I'd have got on that thing and said, "Did, did," and thanks to, and, and thanks to it, me, my mama, and my sister could live happily ever after. <laughs> after that, off that album, thank you, Irv. I hear you, but one more one more pushback to your argument. 
when you are a woman, a good looking woman in this business, once the word is out that that's how you get down, good luck with other men helping you out without trying to get the same deal too. I remember this girl and I'm not going to say her name. She was an actress and we used to all do extra work back in the day. She all of a sudden started getting all these parts and we found out she was sleeping with the executive producer of this, this man who put a lot of shows together. So we all knew it like, you know, in the, the extra world, <laughs> the low level actresses, right? <laughs> the background community. We oh, she done made it. Right. And we, we like happy for her at first, but because of that, that became the standard. Like nobody else was not going to help her out unless she gave them the same thing she gave the other guy. And she was kind of stuck. So I get what you're saying, but there's, you know, I'm just. Claudia, y'all give it up for less. Okay. Right. Y'all give it up. For not me, girl. Speak for <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Listen, it's 2022. Okay. It's time to leverage that thing. If you're going to give it up for two clusters of crabs and a doggone coach bag, because, you know, back in the 90s, y'all was giving it up for coach bags. Coach was hot back then. If you're going to give it up for two clusters of crabs and a $170 coach bag, why not give it up for a career? Oh, my God. <laughs> we are friends. Not for two clusters of crabs. And a coach bag. And a coach bag. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Too. Ladies, go ahead and make your money so they can have these conversations about you. You'll feel so much better. And who wants to have sex with someone for a coach bag? All right, y'all. Moving on to someone who probably needs to have sex with someone for a coach bag. Stacey Dash. She's making it clear on TikTok that she's embracing her heritage. Take a look. like a white person saying getting jiggy with it like i cannot stacy dash i wish you had some good black girlfriends that could tell you to stop don't do this please stop like you were that it girl in the late 90s early 2000s and now we you are a joker a punchline and and and, and those those white men that you married the, the, the after you admitted this is not allegedly you admitted one night stands turn into marriages and where are they now and you're just just the downward spiral continues and i think it's sad like i I almost would want to help you out. Like, I'm, I'm sad to see this. Like, you, the old late, the panda video, the gun, your timing was off. You were late on the trigger. Like, it was a delay react. You saw that? Mm, that's what elderly people do when you get their smartphones. What do y'all think about this? Poor Stacey. It's just Stacey. sad because she's doing the proverbial, my bills are backed up and let me run back to the Black community because we are so forgiving. And to be honest with you, all, all it's going to take is for Tyler Perry to put her in a movie or, you know, the own network to put her in a movie or somebody to put her in a black movie. And, you know, the black community will will take her back. I mean, she's a good actress. She's a, mm -hmm. she's a very good actress. Yeah. Given the right opportunity, we will forgive all and take her back. And I think Stacey's trying to crawl back because her bill's backed up. Yeah. I listen, I have to be 100% honest and transparent. It, I'm up to my neck with these toxic people. I'm up to my neck with Stacey Dash. I'm up to my neck with Kanye, Candace Owens, Herschel Walker, Clarence Thomas. I think we need to put them all, oh, let's even make it an even number, Amarosa. I think we need to put them all in a spaceship and blast them into space for a five-year journey. That's where I am with these with this group. I, I just can't stand that they lean they blow like the wind and they lean like a tree like the leaves on a tree i i'm just done i'm done with all of them and it, it, i find them all to be disrespectful to the community as well so put them on a space adventure it, I, I agree with you al and, and and it's like this 
they come back with these little antics. It's insulting to our intelligence that you, right. can, you can get on TikTok and just do a little video with a to, to panda, right? And we're gonna be like, oh, she back. Oh, she swagged out. She cool again. No, you're not, Heffa. You know what you need to do? If you really were serious about it, you would sit down with a Gail King or someone credible and do an interview about where your mind was at and why you did what you did and why you want to come back and how you've made a mistake and apologize. Why does nobody feel the need to ever apologize to the Black community? And why does the Black community never hold people accountable and we always let you come back? We let you come back. So knowing that we have this much grace for y'all, it would be nice if sometimes you could sit down and tell us why you was on, you know, Fox News and saying the things that you were saying. Keep be you can be over there on Fox News, but take the opportunity to not do what all the other step and fetch black people that have been on there have done and make a difference. Say, you know what? I'm conservative, but I'm not like that. And let me tell you, you know, how that's offensive to my people. Make, make a difference, Stacey. You could have done that because they was all salivating over you over there. And you blew it. You blew it with them. And then we don't. And then you blew it with us. And then you want to come back. OJ Simpson, Stacey Dash, the list goes on and on with no apology ever to us. And we're supposed to just take you back. And we wrong if we don't. We'll take you back, Stacey. Mm -hmm. But you got to say you got to have you got to go through something. You got to come talk to us first. Mm -hmm. It's annoying. Okay. I mean, I think. I think she'd be good on Queens and Cocktails. To Hold be up. <laughs> Don't go ruining my other show. I, I um, think, you know, put her over there. Make her the, make her the fifth queen of Cocktail. Oh, make her, gosh. Make her a little substitute, honey. We need a little, you know, we need a little. little Maybe she little. can come over here on tea. I'd eat her alive. <laughs> you know what, James Dubose? Let's get Stacey Dash on the line and see if she can be available for this Friday. And she can she can come in and dress up on Friday as a black woman. That will be her first introduction. She can dress up as a black woman for Halloween. That'd be hilarious. All right. So uh we got some suggestions for the uh costumes. Let's see. Uh bananas and pajamas says Al should be Andrew Caldwell. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. And y'all do a favor. Yeah, wear your mask. Wear your mask. Anthony Buchanan, who's a huge fan of the show. He's yeah, like, shout out to Anthony Buchanan. I love him. Can I just say something real quick? He's artistic and he is amazing and shows you you could do anything. There's no barriers. Like he is so good at researching and yo, he's he needs like to work our for our research department. Soulmate. He makes the little caricatures of us. He's amazing. He makes the clips. I think he might even run the TGIF fans page. I'm not 100% sure. I think he he's does. Amazing. But he is awesome. So shouts out to Andrew, um, Anthony Buchanan. We love you. We we do. You know what? We should have him on when, we, when it's Autistic Awareness Month. We need to probably talk to him. Yeah. yeah. Um. They okay. He says I should be Tina Turner. Okay. And Miss Rocker Forty Four says Funky needs to be Maya Angelou. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty women wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute nor built to fit a fashion model size. <laughs> but when I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, y'all know I know phenomenal woman. I know my poetry, honey. I was a poetress in the past life. Okay, well, you give me some Maya Angelou, so Nikki Giovanni, I can spit off the top of my head like that. I was a Theodore Gibson oratorical contest winner for five years consecutively in a row in elementary school. Don't play with me. <laughs> well, maybe Maya Angelou, we, we might be seeing her on the show Friday. We just might. <clears throat> okay, before we go to break, I want to get your thoughts on a question posed by Baller Alert. The post reads, what is something you consider unforgivable? Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break. I want to read some from the chat. I want to hear what you guys think. So let's take a quick commercial break. What are some things that you think are unforgivable? We're taking, ooh, 
that word, unforgivable. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back with more after this. I asked the question, what is something that you consider unforgivable? We'll read some of the stuff from the chat. Should I, should I go to them, them first? Let me see. Let's go. Let me ask a few. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, you know what? It's going too fast. Let me just go to y'all first and I slow this chat down. Uh, Al, what's something that's unforgivable to you? Hmm, unforgettable, like premeditated harm to me or my family. Okay, 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 Q. Um, betrayal in any form um, and or with what all of us do for a living, taking a private moment or a private disagreement and trying to take it public or take it to the blogs or make a video about it or make it a social media thing and this is our personal whatever that happened outside of social media there's no coming back from that for me i will say um also of course betrayal um uh especially if someone's looking out for you i, I think there are not a lot of people that are putting our lives to be angels or to, to look out for us and when you kind of take that for granted i think that's unforgivable because like why would you do that someone that has been good to you um, also the way people talk to each other, I, I'm a, that, that might not bother some people. Some people are okay with talking to each other, grimy, like F you be, and I'm, I'm very sensitive to that. I grew up in a house where I would hear my parents argue and you never know what people's triggers are. You know what I mean? And you have every right to be triggered by these things. So when I hear people like, I hate conflict and I hate arguing and yelling. Does anybody else have a secondary one? Anybody want to go with another one? Are you guys good? I'm good. All right. All right. So people were giving me crabs. I mean, I'm too old for that mess. <laughs> okay. If you, like, <laughs> if you give me crabs at almost 40, it ain't no turning back from that either. Now, when we was in college, that was a whole different story because I had it twice in the same year. And I ain't had it since. But if you give it to me now, you can't come back around here. Oh, okay. With the two times with the crabs. Um, Shania Pope says abusing kids. Uh the Jalen Flower says low vibrational plates are unforgivable. <laughs> uh, Battery Rivers says revenge, oh, revenge porn is unforgivable. 1000%. Abuse, neglect, and cheating from roses. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people talking about betrayal. So yeah, okay. Bad breath and bad credit. Unforgivable. Unforgivable. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for that. I like when we have those kind of conversations. All right, soulmates, don't forget to drop your costume suggestions in the chat and watch us on Friday to see the big reveals. I cannot wait to see what everyone Oh, you wants. know what, Claudia? I got one more, too. All right. Getting physical. Oh. That, that, that's one thing in a friendship or relationship I don't play. Like, I just feel like even like with us, there should never be a situation, let's just say me and Al, where it gets so heated that we end up getting physical with one another like if that if that happens it's just a wrap because i just feel like you don't get physical with people you love like if anything you walk away right oh you love me a little bit money to the <laughs> just say did that's adorable all right y'all a 14 year old girl stole almost fourteen thousand dollars in cash from her grandmother's savings unforgivable Right? And pass it out to her, her classmates. School officials reach out to parents, informing them about the incident in hopes that they could recover the money. Officials recovered about $700 of money. Oh, that money gone, girl. 
They have not determined why the girl stole the money. But what do y'all think about this story, Q? I know you like to say, you said you'll fight old people and kids. And so kids. Let me tell you something. Now, I know somebody said unforgivable abusing kids. She'd have got abused $14,000 worth, and then CPS <laughs> could have came and got her ass, okay? Listen, grandma and grandpa ain't no telling how many Social Security checks they had to save to save $14,000. And I'm going to tell you something, too. If grandpa had the strength... I would come to the school and beat all them kids' ass, too, because them parents ain't S-H-I-T, all right? She passed out thousands of dollars, but them parents didn't see to it that them kids returned that money, and they only recouped 700. That mean them parents was in. That mean them parents <laughs> paid some bills with some of that money, or, or they found out when the school said the kids ain't going to get in trouble, they just tapped their kids on the, on the hand and kept their dog on money because they should have recouped way more money than that. 13,300 not recovered. That's nuts. Al, what do you think about this? Yeah, listen, this was so sad because we learned from this story that the grandmother, that was her life savings, and it was from the sale of a house. Um, I, I just felt like this, like, I thought about where are her parents? Where is this young girl's real parents? Is she being raised by her grandparents? And if, in fact, she is being raised by her grandparents, what does that mean? What type of trauma is she going through? Why does she steal the money? We've also found out that she used a screwdriver and a metal pick to get into that safe and to grab, you know, a large sum of money and was giving it out not only just at school, everybody, but she was also giving it out at the bus stop. So in my head, I was like, was she under some type of distress? Was she experiencing some type of trauma in school where she was giving out money to get friends? Was she being bullied? What was going on here? I just need to, I need to know a little bit more information on why a 14 year old is breaking into a safe and giving out thousands of dollars in middle school. Man, I wish I went to school with her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, it's bad. And I, you know, I, I would, you know, you kind of have to wonder where that, what that money's meant for. And, you know, it could be something real important for grandma, her health and all that life savings. That's so sad. But it man. was definitely giving. I'm trying to buy friends and buy. Right. That's what I felt. It was definitely giving that. Um, because why else would a child be incentivized to do something like that. And, and I am hoping that this will be one of those situations where the community will do a GoFundMe and then next week we'll be reporting that grandma got 200,000 in the GoFundMe. I hope that this is one of those stories that don't end like that. I wonder if she really had some animosity towards her grandmother and didn't like her. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Well, like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something, little girl. I don't know what you're going through and I don't know where your parents are, but foster care is always an option. And I don't, also, know, I don't know if you're old enough to wrap your head around that, but if you don't like grandma so bad, grandma could send you to the system. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know if she has a problem with the grandmother because remember, she only took a handful of the money that was actually in the safe. I feel like if she had a problem with grandma, she would have taken all of grandma's money that was in the safe and did something really foul with it. I think, like Q said, I think she grabbed a handful out. She was going through some at school, and she was buying a couple of friendships or something. I had a friend that had a dope boy boyfriend. She used to always do that. I'm like, you ain't afraid he's going to kill you, girl? Like, you keep robbing him, like, all the time. She's like, no. I'm like, okay. I don't get that. Like, you don't think they're not going to notice? All right, y'all. We're going to talk about this world's dirtiest man, but we don't have time. But, um... Yeah, we do. All right, real quick. Uh, Iranian man named, named the dirtiest man in the world has passed away at 94. Uh, he had not bathed for more than half a century because he had a fear of getting sick. But months ago, 
villagers took him to a bathroom to wash him. He lived in isolation after suffering from an emotional setback in his youth. What y'all think about this? And he he never he first of all he lived to ninety four being that dirty. Q, what you think? I think that it's proof that he had a very strong immune system. He built up a lot of immunity, and maybe we don't need to take baths as frequently as we do. Yeah, we do. I think I think Q is right because we also found out that he only ate uncooked uh, porcupine roadkill. He drank dirty water and he smoked animal dung out of a pipe when the when the scientists did the thing on him, and he did not have suffer any from any type of bacteria or parasite except for trichinosis. Ain't that when your coochie's thing? Yeah, no, trichinosis is when you eat uh, uncooked food. Oh, that's vaginosis. <laughs> okay. I was like, all right. I was like, fuck you, for their commentary, as always. Yeah. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for a new episode of Kitchen Talk. And we'll see you on Friday in costumes, y'all. Bye. Bye, soulmate.